You're listening to Dime Stories, a podcast by the Kentucky Museum at WKU. Hi, and welcome to Season 2 of the Kentucky Museum's Dime Stories podcast, our virtual hammer-in celebrating Kentucky's metalworking traditions. I'm Tiffany Iselhart, Development Manager for the Museum. The blacksmith was a man of all work, stated Dave Tabler on Appalachian History's blog. His stock in trade was, of course, shoeing horses and welding iron, hence his name. There was still, a generation ago, something of the medieval wonder at the blacksmith's art. Not everyone could weld iron or do the many skillful things that the blacksmith found a part of the day's work. Each year, I'm reminded of this quote when the Kentucky Museum partners with the Kentucky Forge Council to hold our annual hammer-in. Since 2016, this event has empowered members of the Forge Council and our community to come to know, appreciate, and learn tools and techniques that haven't changed for millennia. Blacksmithing originated over 5,000 years ago, during the Bronze Age. In the Middle East, humans learned how to smelt, cast, and forge copper and bronze around 3300 BCE. Many bronze artifacts still survive, given their corrosion-resistant properties. Nearly 2,000 years later, the Hittites of Anatolia discovered and developed the smelting of iron ore. Their knowledge spread throughout the region, including into ancient Egypt, where an iron dagger dating to 1350 BCE was found. Even in the epic poem The Iliad, which describes the Trojan War, iron was coveted, being made into arrowheads or used as a prize for winning competitions. Unfortunately, as iron easily corrodes and was often reused to create new ironworks, very few artifacts remain. Blacksmithing continued into the medieval period and the Industrial Revolution, when smiths began to specialize in types of metalwork. As Forge Magazine explained, the whitesmith was someone who worked with lead, and the blacksmith was the ironworker. The farrier was a specialist in the making and fitting of horseshoes, while the chainsmiths and nailsmiths had their specialties. The number of folks with the last name of Smith demonstrates the prevalence of the vocation. Other surnames, such as Miller and Cooper, have similar origins. Today, blacksmithing continues, using techniques passed down and refined over centuries. As Forge Magazine reported, blacksmithing is experiencing a resurgence as people look for crafts with artistic components that provide usable products. Some are continuing family traditions, such as the museum's own Charles Hurst, who stated, I actually started as a woodworker, and I needed hand tools, but they were expensive, so I started making them instead, and I fell in love with making them, more so than using them. This season, we'll be celebrating the metalworking traditions that continue today, which are showcased annually at the Hammer Inn event. Unfortunately, due to COVID-19, the Hammer Inn has been postponed until 2021. So to share their stories, we've invited Kentucky Forge Council members and Hammer Inn demonstrators to provide us a behind-the-scenes look at different facets of their trade. Stay tuned in the coming weeks for discussions on knife-making, green coal, tinsmithing, aluminum pours, and how the Hammer-In is keeping traditions alive on our campus and in our community. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in to our next episode on October 6th.